so growing up no relationship like no frame like i would like see things in disney movies and be like oh like guys hold doors and then dance with women like and then i'd have a vague abstract concept of like what a guy should do yo what's up it's your girl father long legs you know me daddy t Welcome to another episode of You Can Tell Me Anything. Um, quick announcement slash disclaimer. I am aware that there are blips in my audio in this episode. I have tried to fix it. I have done my best. Um, if it's the kind of thing that bothers you, you might want to skip this one. But I really love this interview and I didn't want to just throw it all away. Sammy is just such a wonderful guest. And I will say that in case you're trying to figure it out, none of Sammy's lines are messed up. It truly was. I had a bad cable totally on me should have checked it um so i've done my best to make it like not a big deal but if you hear blips when i'm talking that's why um obviously understandable if it bothers you and you want to skip it hopefully it's not that big of a deal um i will be cutting out clips to put online as well for video um trying out doing more reels as well as uh getting video podcasts up so all the ones that are up now are on my youtube youtube.com slash teresa lee comedy I'm going to be playing around and see what you guys like, so feel free to, you know, tell me you love it, you hate it, whatever. A couple other quick announcements for shows. I am putting on a 90s theme Halloween show called Are You Afraid of the 90s in Los Angeles on October 21st. That's a Friday. If you are in LA, save the date. I would love for you to be there. I'm going to announce more ticket info soon, but I don't have the link yet, but it's definitely going to be there. It'll be... Um, like Pasadena, Altadena, at a performance space called PDA. Um, we'll be posting more info shortly, but that's going to be Friday night, October 21st, halloween theme show, 90s theme. You can come in costume. In fact, as a courage, I might even have prizes or discounts for people who show up in costume. It's going to be super fun. Um, before that, September 23rd, Friday, I'll be at Jetpack Bar, Bar Lubitsch um, doing that show again. If you're around, come hang. It's always a good time. And then I'll be at Glendale Tap. October 4th for a show. All my show dates and ticket links and all that are always listed on my website, TeresaLeeComedy.com slash shows. You can always message me at TeresaLeeBot on Instagram or at TellMeAnythingPod on Instagram or email me, TellMeAnythingPod at gmail.com. That's it for the announcements. I hope you enjoy this episode with Sammy Anzer. You can tell you can tell her anything. She's a real good listener. You can tell her anything. What's up? It's your girl, Father Long Legs. You know me, Daddy T. This is You Can Tell Me Anything, the podcast where I get comedians to confess something they want to get off their chest. So excited for today's guest. We met at the Vail Comedy Festival. So fucking hilarious. Um, he is out here in LA now, and I was like, I'm going to put you on camera. Let's go. And here we are. So I'm so excited to introduce the bad boy himself, Sammy <laughs> Anzer. What's up? Hey, how y'all doing? Hey, hey, hey. Yes, bad boy Anzer. That's me. That's your, uh, I love your bio too. It's, um, I'm, I'm going no notes right now because we're doing this camera thing, but uh, what is it? I am, who I grew up to be who I want to be. Yeah. Did I say it correctly? Yeah, that's perfect. I was reading it. I was like, oh, that's so cool. I love that. What, can you elaborate? Like what? Like, di- was it specific, or, it's, or you're just like, it's vibe? Or were you like, I want to be a comedian, teacher? Like, what? Well, yo, you know what? That's such a good question. That's such a thoughtful question. So check it out. Um, I think it's like the author of, like, Black Swan or something like that. Oh, which, okay. Which, did you see the movie? I have seen clips 
<laughs> it's hey, a good movie it's a good book anyway it's not a super deep thing and this might even be misattributed but basically uh the author of it or an author said that the metric of success is if you look back at your 18 year old self would would they be proud of I you love that. right That's and great. it's like because you know society gives you ideas about money or fame or this or that yeah and i like i i thought about it and i was like if i if i told like you know, 16-year-old Sammy in yeah. Queens, New York, that he'd be, like, going around the country, performing for hundreds of people, like, stuff like that. Like, he would be hella proud. Yes, I love that. Yeah. Heck, yeah. I, I, and I think the cool thing about that is it applies even now, you know, because sometimes we look back and we're like, oh, I wanted that in the past. I wish I did this five years ago. And now sometimes I'm like, but in five years, I'm going to think that about now. So yes. we can keep doing that. And then yes. it exponentially becomes like, I feel like you're like powering up to become like mega mm. you or whatever. Yeah, mega you. I yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> it 15 year old Sammy would like mega yes, you too. I like that. <laughs> I was going to start by asking for a good confession. I feel like that is one. But do you have, because I know we talked about it before. I like to yeah. ice break with a yeah. good confession. Is there something good you want to confess just to start on a positive note? Yeah, recently I stopped. I st- I started stealing less from the self-checkout. Oh, okay. Wow. Wait, where's... Like self-checkout, so I'm like, like grocery yeah, store? Yeah, I'm like, I don't have... Oh, the... Are they like, you know the machines where you, you scan a Yeah, thing? you can steal from those. Wow. Yeah. Have I been following rules without needing to? Yeah, yeah. You could steal from them. I've been stealing from them for <laughs> nonstop for huh. years. Um, and I, I've been toning it down a little bit. I think it's like, I think it's time. This feels more like, this is a good confession, but it really does feel like more confession than, yeah. but I like I'm that. I grew up Catholic, so I'm used oh, to this. Okay. <laughs> yes, you would be surprised, or maybe you wouldn't be surprised. I feel like half of our guests are, um, ex-Catholic comedians. Oh, We're no. just like, this was natural. <laughs> like, I'm like, all right, I, I have opened, a, um, a space that be created for yeah this like feels good i feel like it's getting off my chest i also have to if i'm being honest the technology has gotten a lot better for uh-huh. stealing so it's kind of guided <laughs> me like towards my new path yeah i was gonna say i think th- you haven't been successfully stealing they probably know they're just like we don't care yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i've <laughs> always relied on the not caring yeah. of the people who make minimum wage that <laughs> well this it's like they're getting stolen from as long as you're not stealing directly from them like yeah. as long as they're not getting the blame Oh, yeah. They don't care. Yeah, and that's my thing. I will never steal from a person. I will take every opportunity to steal from a faceless corporation. Yes, the business, steal from the man. I had, okay, this is my, uh, I don't always do a good confession, but since you said this, and I'm always complaining about the corporations. Today, I will say that yesterday I went to, I had spoke at a convention in Anaheim, Uh and it's right by Disneyland, so parking's super expensive, and I was running late. So it's like, there's no way to park for free nearby and walk. So I was like, I'll just valet. It was like $35, but I was like, it's fine. And as I left, the machine was broken and the um, receptionist was like, oh, like, just hang out. I got to fix it. But then I was kind of joking, like, well, you don't have to. And I was kind of joking because I was not trying to be mean. But I was like, yeah, I mean, I was here for an hour. You know, I was running late. Like, if it doesn't work, no big deal. I won't mind. And she was very like, haha, at first. But then after a while, it really didn't work. And she was like. I think you're good because I even gave my card and everything. So I think in the moment when you're just true, right? I was like, I can pay for it. Obviously, I'm going to. I'm not trying to make a big deal. I'm not trying to make your life hard, especially when she was like, I have to. It's my job. And I was like, okay. But then after a while, we were both like there. And it's like her supervisor wasn't showing up to help. It's like at some point, the customer is annoyed that they're waiting. And so she can then justify that like the machine was broken. 
And that's a $35 joke right there. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. Yeah, I was very proud of the universe for rewarding me. Honestly, I think a lot of these (laughs) systems are about like, it's like a like a cross chart. I don't know math, but it's like yeah. some type of cross chart of like the effort required and like what they actually have to be done. Like like diminishing returns. L- yeah, like kind of yeah. like you know if you're like, hey, I showed the guy an ID. He he showed me an ID. So like I'm off the. I, it's not sure. my name on you the liquor license. So yes, you proved that your intentions are good. You did. You did. Yeah. W- was within your job function. Do you believe in karma? Because. Or is this like Catholic guilt? Because there's an element of that that's like someone's watching. I feel that like Mm. even though I wasn't raised religious, that idea of like if I do it with good intentions, it'll be okay. But the reality is I'm like, where does that come from? Because Mm. really, if nobody's watching, it doesn't matter. But I also Mm. do agree that the intentions are good. So I'm curious like what are – you said you were raised Catholic, but what do you now, Sammy – think in terms think, of karma and ooh, like that's that. a that's a really good idea i think it's like uh actually i just read a poem about this today oh, you wrote i read a poem oh. i read a poem but basically it's it's like this like 14th century persian poet i forget oh, wow. his name okay Hafza, wow. something like that and he's like i like to go literary and <laughs> a bad boy yeah okay. literary bad boy and he was like which might be my new name right <laughs> lit. literary bad boy lit bad boy that's too bad you just oh, quit teaching because you, you gotta do lit poems Yo, you're right. Any teachers listening? Thank you for your service. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh Uh, But basically he has this poem about, and he said something like, I love to go to the mosques and the churches and um, the temples and hear all people whispering to God in his different names or in their different names. Oh, that's so sweet. It's cute, right? I like that. So, I mean, as it relates to karma, yeah, I think intention is It does make God sound kind of dirty in some ways. Oh, yeah, I might have added whispering. That might have been the bad boy (laughs) slant on it. (laughs) But I like it. But I was like, whoa, all right, there's like a... Oh, hey God, like what God you has doing? just got a little <laughs> everybody's calling him different or him them. Hey Daddy. Yeah. Hey Father. Hey, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid. But yeah, uh karma, I think that I think it is about intention, like you said. I think mm-hmm. it's about I think it's something that you give yourself, right? Like if you're yeah. dishonest, it's one thing for another person, right? If you're dishonest to like that person, whatever. But if you're dishonest to that person, what you're really doing is like I feel like you're dishonest yourself. Yeah. Yes. I think that's true. If I, I don't know where, like, I love the idea of energy in the universe. And I know we are all connected, but I don't want to scientifically get into, like, how connected. I don't know. But I do think there's some objective truth to, like, if you are, like, lying to yourself, mm. there's an energy that's not truthful. You're putting out. Mm. Like, your output, right? Like, from a strictly scientific point mm. of view is, like, not going to match the input, right? Mm. Because you're like, oh, this is who I am, but you're neglecting the truth. So I do think in that sense, karma exists because if you're lying you're in your right. actions, but everyone can see the truth, yeah. it's an imbalance. It's not an equation that balances. Itself. I wish I could stop using metaphors that sound, make me sound dumb, but I can't. <laughs> I, my dad was an engineer and I love like using like, vaguely mathematical scientific like yeah. terms because it's what I studied growing up like and I was good at it, but then I didn't continue. So I'm, uh. I'm not good at it now. But I use it like poetry. I'm like, yes, the curvature of life. <laughs> and people are like, that's not how derivatives work. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you would have fooled me. I okay, know. thank you so much. I am a liar. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, before we get into your confession, um, something I like to ask my guests, because this podcast is sort of inspired after I started going to therapy late in life. Mm. And um, I really enjoy talking about myself and being heard. So I like to ask my guests, 
for therapy what's your experience with self-care um there's no right or wrong answer we get answers all across the spectrum whatever you're comfortable sharing but what do you do to sort of like you know in your adult life like when you need to talk to somebody or do you have a confidant whatever that routine is for you care to share yeah so i've been to therapy but i don't go anymore um i don't like messing with insurance and stuff like that i don't want to do anything so i I read a lot Mm -hmm. i read a lot poems yeah yeah that's I, i it's good for the soul yeah. And I uh, I meditate. Oh, okay. I meditate pretty frequently. Do you? How did? How long have you been like meditating? Oh damn. Um, I'm a recent like convert. That's why. Yeah, maybe like ten years or. Oh wow. Longer. Okay. That's how you're so zen. <laughs> I, yeah, I got into actually like meditating every day during the pandemic. Ah. And I'm like I yeah I'm addicted. I do it every day now. It was it was a quarantine hobby that stuck yeah that's it, good it's literally like i sometimes will be like what's happening because i think a lot of people got into it so i don't feel insane but i'll be like there's times where i'm like i can do i can like transcend my body or whatever or i'm like yeah. i feel buzzy you know like and then i'm like what is this and people are like that's happens sometimes yeah it's kind of wild i'm like i can't believe i didn't do this when i was younger when i was anxious it's so good yeah i, I definitely i feel like it's one of those things like if i don't do it for a few days i start to feel it like do you get that yeah like yes, if I'm like, oh, I'm like getting whatever and like I'm getting upset by other things and I'm dropping a cup and like freaking out. And then I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I haven't meditated in a couple the of days. The thoughts kind of build up. Like they do. Like gunk. Like tartar. Yeah, tartar. 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 <laughs> right? One of the, that's a sauce. Uh-huh. Right? Tartar tar- sauce. Tartar sauce? Tartar. Why am I separating tartar the syllables? Tartar sounds so like a, <laughs> it reminds me of like, you know those Chevron cars that have eyes? No. Cars, the movie? Well, I guess. But before Cars, the movie, okay. Wow. But Chevron, you know, the gas station, used to have little characters that were like cars you could buy and they had eyes and you could zoom them around. That was before Cars, the movie. Honestly, I think Disney like stole that shit. But, well, Uh, I don't know. We're calling Disney out. Disney did have a Cars ride before Cars, the movie came out called Otopia. How did you know that? (laughs) Because I I love Disneyland. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was actually joking about this like, down by it for the convention, but I'm like, I know people joke that adults who like Disneyland are weird, and I no. yeah, you're weird. don't care. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. I am weird. Who cares? Like, no, that that's better than finding out, like, I don't know, like, I'm a serial killer. There's so many other weird things. Oh, yeah. You know, like, who cares if the thing that's weird about me is I enjoy part of my childhood that was nice and magical. You know what's weird? <laughs> Being normal. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um... <laughs> oh yeah meditating we're talking about cars Wait, do you have any meditation tips because you've been doing it for 10 years like do yeah. you do your own or do you do guided i do all of it yeah okay. i do all of it i like i like um i do the guided i think so i've used all the apps i'm using calm now because it's <laughs> free <laughs> like are you talking about it like it's like dating apps you're like i'm on all the meditation <laughs> yeah. apps i'm on all of them uh catch me you could yeah. see my progress less, up and up good reads too blacking out <laughs> tuning out you know <laughs> Uh, I do the apps. Well, you're on Calm. Yeah. Um, my friend John Trowbridge, who was a guest on this pod, mm. just did a story for it. Shout mm. out! I don't know. Some I did. I'm not on Calm. I didn't know it was free. Which now that I know, I will get it and listen. I'm it might Headspace. be free through my former healthcare provider. Uh, mm, I'm on Headspace. Uh, yeah, Headspace is better. I was gonna say Headspace <laughs> is better. Um, and then I also like my own, and then I also go to Temple. Okay. Yeah, that's a good like healthy cross section of support like mm. i think of meditative like 
self-help things that's like my team people are like my team is working hard for me yeah when they're talking about their agents and stuff yeah. that's how i feel about like whatever it is the spiritual guidance or like medical gu- like i that's my like team. my avengers in my head yeah yeah so i like i like that you have this network yeah i i, I totally agree with that idea it's kind of like it's kind of like a car. Like, you know, they when you stop, <laughs> you, you know when they, they stop and there's like a guy who does the tires and the guy oh, who like wipes yeah. the window. Like, this is what I think about. I'm the vehicle. Oh my I'm God, experiencing yes. consciousness through this vehicle. Whoa. I need a fucking, I need a good massage therapist because uh-huh. they're going to get me right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I need a good dentist, a good mm-hmm, doctor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this is my team. And if my team's not working, fucking, you're getting cut. Wow. wow that's, that's it. harsh. I think I'm like, I'm experiencing life through my body, but I want to, the more present I am, the more it's connected. It's not like Facts. I'm detached. I love that. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we will break. get your confession. Bad boy break. All right, we're back. Sammy, the time has come. Tell me. Is there anything you'd like to tell me? Tell me. <laughs> okay. Wow, I like you just like, you really spun that around. You were like, tell me. Yeah. Like, no, you tell me. Okay. All right, so I have to confess. Well, I mean, you don't have to do anything. We can, we can stay here as long as you want and just. No, I think there's, I think there's something well. that I kind of want to get off my chest. Yeah. Uh, okay, this is a short story. Okay, I love short stories. <laughs> it's a short story. Getting uh, lit with bad boy literary. <laughs> I really might take that if I'm bad if I'm on like a, a a literary platform. Literary bad boy. I love it. Bad boy. Uh, <laughs> okay, so I have to tell you about a time that. I flew to Michigan to confess my love to my ex-girlfriend. <gasps> oh my god! But I already love this because I am a love confessor as well. Really? Yeah. You confess love? Wait, you go. You go first. No, I don't. Well, I've told this story, but okay, it's lo- lo- low-key why I wanted to make a confessions podcast because I used what? to just really bottle things up and then blah, explode them. And uh, not famously, I say famously in my personal life because people who know me this long know that famously showed up at the house of a guy been fucking for uh, maybe a few months um, at 4 a.m. to tell him I loved him and did it go great <laughs> it went enough where I'm doing comedy now <laughs> <laughs> it went <laughs> it happened yeah but I want to hear about the story okay? okay I feel like we're kindred spirits already because okay to have done something like that and to get on a plane no less. and this I is mean, this is not something I normally do like this yeah. isn't no you don't do this every Friday <laughs> no I don't and I don't think I've I don't know when I've ever confessed a thing besides this and Wow. Catholic stuff. But so so ex girl ex girlfriend. Ex girlfriend. Ex girlfriend. We moved to uh, Denver, which is where I live. And uh, together? We yes, moved together. we moved together. How long had you been together? At that point, maybe like two or three years. And then okay. we moved to Denver and we broke up oh. pretty shortly after. Wow. Uh, because I think she always she always wanted a boyfriend. And I was always a really bad boyfriend. Okay. <laughs> what do you mean? Like like in a in the cutesy things or just like you were just like i'm not in a relationship but i like you no you know what it was it was like like upon thinking about it i grew up never having seen a relationship okay so like no mom and dad no grandma Mm -hmm. grandparents like i had no exemplar for a relationship and there's like psychological studies that reveal that this like things like this can actually affect it right like were you or who raised my mom raised me, gotcha. but like, you know, my Oh, but gram- together. Okay. I thought you were like, I know mom, no dad. I yeah. Like, I mean, which is a thing, but I was like, mm. oh, okay. No, my dad wasn't that. in the picture. My okay. mom raised me by myself. My grandfather passed away when I was little. Mm-hmm. No aunts and uncles married. Mm. Right. So growing up, no relationship, like no frame. Like I would yeah. like see things in Disney movies and be like, oh, like guys 
hold doors and then dance with uh, women like and then i'd have a vague abstract concept so of like hold what a guy should do dance with women yeah interesting now that you're saying that i'm like disney doesn't give a good example either because not even in the stereotypical like oh they only give the happy ending they only start with getting together they never show it and the rest of it is work like a relationship is work they never and it's show just the actual together and you know what's <laughs> crazy is that like i didn't even really watch disney i watched die hard <laughs> so that was wow, like yeah, die okay. hard and mortal Kombat were like my real examples of like hey how should a relationship be? you gotta be uh, trying to ex-cop trying to save the chris bus <laughs> in a burning building I was is like there an ex involved in that is this his yeah, yeah, he's he has to yes there you go Boom. oh my gosh go. okay so so okay so what happened so you guys so, so we broke up right uh the relationship didn't work because of those like those obvious like tensions and then uh after a while like i started to miss her and i was like I'm gonna fly back to Michigan and Aww. confess that I love her. And my oh, boys okay, were so like, "Okay, so she moved back." She, yeah, she moved back to Michigan. You she guys moved together, broke up. You stayed. She moved back. Gotcha. And I was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna fly back and tell her I love her." And my boys were like, "That's a terrible idea." Oh <laughs> like Had you been them. friends still, like keeping in touch, or you were like, "It was like an, one of those uneasy like okay. contact that like, happens over time. I like see. you know, you can't help but text someone." Gotcha. Yes, been in many of those. Um, this is interesting because sometimes y like if you don't have the model of the full relationship y we see in movies the grand gestures the grand and gesture that feels like love because it really is exciting to watch and, and then you know that with your like with your screenwriting background right like isn't that <laughs> like that's like, i'm serious like in a rom-com yeah. script arc the grand gesture is like the last like three quarters it's the and big it's moment. like it's the big moment and yeah, I mean, it's funny that I'm s it's so kind of you to think that is just through me studying this and not from me also having no good models. <laughs> 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 uh, no, I mean, I do have a mom and dad, but it's always been mm, they never went to therapy and mm. they loved each other, but had trauma, you know. So I in similar ways always saw the push and pull or the like seeking love as love ra rather than the being stable mm. and settled. I can relate to that feeling of like you need to want something that doesn't want you and then get it. And that's yeah. love, you know? This is, that is big. That is a big part of it. And that's like, I think that prevails through like all people who have trauma, but especially mm. people who grew up in our time with like um, skewed perceptions of love due to yeah. Hollywood. Yes, and you also feel like you wanna be chosen, but then there's a way to choose yourself and then that's also big. choose someone who chooses you. And that's, that's the part that is hard. You're I mean, fucking spitting right now. Wow, oh, I'm a bad boy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Emotional bad boy. <laughs> Emotional. Yo, that's good. <laughs> okay, EPB, <laughs> bad boy. Um, so you flew. So your friends tried to talk you out of it. So good friends. Yeah, um, yeah. they tried to they talk me out of it. it. They couldn't do it. And I bought a flight to Michigan. And as a comedian. I was like, mm. well, if I'm going to do, do this, let me, <laughs> let me try to get some stage time out of this, right? Did she know you were coming at all? Um, was it a surprise? What was the plan? I'm trying to remember. I think I think I might have even, I just might have told her I'm coming or might have been like, hey, I have a show in the area or something mm, like that, okay. like tried to do it. And I, I messaged this comedian who's uh, super big, their, their name I'm not going to mention, okay. but they have like a TV show, Comedy Central, all that stuff. And I was like, hey, man. Louis C.K. No, yeah. <laughs> and it, this was like years ago. So okay, I was okay. like, definitely not good. And I was like, hey, man, like I'm flying to Michigan to confess my 
to oh, my girlfriend that I love her. Okay. No, in a tweet to him. Oh, and I was like, yeah, yeah, or a direct message. And I was like, can I get five minutes on your show? And he goes, sure, man. I love love. Come do five minutes. So I have a big. Okay, you d- we're gonna do it on stage. Well, yeah. So check this out. I was like, I, I got the spot, and then the gears started turning in my head, and I was like, I'm gonna do the most romantic comedy set of all time. Oh, <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I know, neither did I. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, gonna tell stories about a relationship. I was like, I had this moment, oh. these skewed ideas of romance, where I was like, you know, I'd call out some like cute story or joke or whatever that we had together, and I'd be like, fucking wow. babe right and then she'd be like oh my god i love you so much that was my grand gesture oh my god it does sound like a good rom-com but it's quit stand-up comedy on stage like that <laughs> would be so, if someone was like i'm quitting comedy for you baby like uh, to me it was wow. like me doing a comedy <laughs> set with like a rose in my mouth like, oh my god like pippa Le Pew. yeah wow. <laughs> like that type of thing okay and so sh- she was not a comedian not a comedian but she had seen you before yes okay it's, it's not inf- unfamiliar to be hearing her talk about like love and relationship or he- her hearing you talk about love and stuff on stage. Yeah. Or like at least about her. Like she would always be like, how come like your jokes aren't like you don't ever about talk me. about me? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's almost always the opposite when I was dating guys who did comedy. I know. I, know. <laughs> I could imagine. Oh. So so uh, that was my idea. Okay. And then we f- I fly to Michigan and like we get there and we do like cute Were you staying shit. with her? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're doing like cute shit. Like, oh, wow. you know, we're like picking apples, the stuff I never oh would God. do as a boyfriend. Okay. Where I'd be like, no, nah, that's corny. Becoming right? the person you want, she wanted you to be because yeah. to get her. Okay. Yeah. And then we like, you know, we got like heart shaped underwear, like underwear with hearts on it. Wait, I got what? underwear. With, I got underwear with <laughs> hearts that, on like, it. Like, I know what that is. Is that a thing? It's just underwear with like oh, hearts okay. on it. Oh, okay. Like so, oh, so you just got it so you could have that when she like saw you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were like, <laughs> we went to pick some underwear together. <laughs> we picked apples <laughs> and then we picked underwear. <laughs> that is cute. Actually, that's something yeah. overlooked. And I think I recently realized that I really like cute underwear. <laughs> it is. It's, it makes you feel good. It's, it's like one of the smallest good things yes. you could do to start your day. Like you go, oh. Yeah. Because yeah. well, we always think like there's so much marketing towards women to wear sexy lingerie. But mm. like, like... Look, you guys, I guys, I don't, I can't speak for all women, but I speak for me when I say cartoon underwear. I don't know what it is. Not cartoon, but like cute underwear. Because yeah. usually guys are like, we macho. And then there's something about like, oh, uh, th- this is for someone who will appreciate it. Like the hearts, like. Yeah. And then it's like, oh my God, wow. Like the I'm intimacy so of it. I'm so disappointed by men's underwear. Like, <laughs> it's like, it's always like gray or black or blue. And it's like, you're serious. You're an adult oh, man so now. And it's like, I don't like that. Like, I want to. I want to like look at my day and be like, oh, fucking, you know, yeah. superheroes or flowers or it's something. It's the one chance you have. Nobody's going to see it. Who, f- who the fuck cares? Yeah. Someone get on that. Yeah. Um, so you had the heart underwear. You're being cute. Had you at all talked about your s- relationship or status like since you broke up? Like, or were you guys were both dancing the, around? There was it? like, it was like a tentative conversation. Like, wha- okay. like whatever, however this happened, whatever happened between us was going to be like the, the, the trajectory of the relationship. Uh, that's oh, okay. Off this trip, so this was like a test run without saying it. Like yeah. You were like I wanted. To, so she, so you knew she was single still, and like. Well, I knew that she was like still kind of like she was entertaining me. Does that make okay. sense? Okay. How shortly after we broke up was this? I don't remember exactly. Like Probably it's like some months. months. Yeah, okay. months. Like yeah, maybe it's like six months or something like that. Okay. Okay. And then we get to the venue, right? 
and there's a woman causing a scene there. Like, you know, she's like this like super loud woman. She's like having an emotional outburst or whatever. Okay. And she's women like, and their emotions. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. It's <laughs> crazy to deal with. But she goes like, oh my God, like look at that woman. And as I look and I turn, I forget that I have a hickey <gasps> on my neck right here. Oh my God. And she sees it. And she's like, Are you 12 years old? No. <laughs> she's like, What's that? Wow. And believe it or not, I totally forgot about it. <laughs> it was like three days before. And like, for, <laughs> for some reason, for some reason in my mind, I was like successfully able to compartmentalize, like, This is that. And then this is the, the woman that I love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. I've seen Forgetting Sarah Marshall, you know. <laughs> um, no, but that is, th yeah, wow, well, that is big. Uh, that's that's a big, no, for sure. Um, <laughs> so. But what did you say? So I didn't know what to say besides, like, the truth. Uh-huh. And then. Which is good. Good on you. Yeah, and she's now the woman at the bar that everyone looks is looking at, and she's freaking oh out. My gosh. Rightfully so, right? Uh-huh. And I don't know what to do, and the show's about to start. Oh, my gosh. So she fucking storms out, and I'm like, <gasps> I got to do this show. Oh, no. And she's not even there? No. I go into the green room. Oh I God. meet the comedian, the big one who I sent uh -huh. the message. And the first thing he says, he goes, how'd the confession go? And this just happened to me. Oh. And I didn't know what to say again oh. besides the truth. And he goes, you did what? Oh, my God. And his Gosh. feature is a female comedian that I've never met before. And she picks up a bottle and she goes, you fucking idiot. And she throws it at me. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, and like part of me was like, don't even move. Just let it hit you oh right in the face. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I and I bombed. I bombed, uh -huh. of course. Wait, so what did you end up, did you do this, like, did you just do a different set? Yeah, I tried to pivot the set. I was just not emotionally there. Whoa. I just fucking tanked. Oh, my God. So you didn't go after her, is what I'm hearing as well. No, I did the show. <laughs> 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 I had to. It was oh, a fucking spot. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. If you, I, well, you made the choice that served your present you, which is yeah. good. I mean, I, I imagine you look back and... Did it serve me, though? To be a comedian and uh, someone who maybe didn't appreciate you for who you were. Mm. Or maybe you... I don't know. Do you, I mean, do you still love her? No, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I just mean, like... You you know we make mistakes when we're younger, but through those mistakes we learn what we really want. That's true. I like. I would have been so pissed, by the way, if I was her and you did not come after me after yeah. that, and you did the show. Like, see, bad boyfriend, bad boyfriend. Very bad boyfriend, <laughs> but also very good comedian. Bad boyfriend answer. Good comedian, bad boyfriend. Yeah. Hey, I would probably be a bad boyfriend too. There's many times when I bail on uh, things for shows, but. Sometimes uh, you get to make $8 doing those yeah, shows. Sometimes you do. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes you get to get a parking ticket and, <laughs> and then you pay that too. Yeah. So, yeah. Are you speaking from recent experience on that? <laughs> I live in LA, so. <laughs> uh, no. Um, so, okay. So you bombed. And then did you then call her? Yeah. And she, of course, like she wouldn't answer. I, had to, like, I was staying with her. Where did she go? Did she go she home? She went back to her home. I had to, like, <laughs> you know, like call and call her friends and try oh to get God. in the house and be like at least let me get my stuff and like talk about it did you at least tell her you flew her there for her and not for the show yeah and then i told her all, all that and we had like she let me back into the house i, s I slept on the the floor wow. fair fair okay 
for part of it. Then I think then when she fell asleep, I got into the bed. Oh my gosh! Wow, wow, wow. Okay. I know. That's why I have to. I have to get it off my chest. I haven't but said it's this. So, uh, yeah, I can't believe it. Um, it. This is a good confession. I am curious about. Okay, <laughs> were you like being like a slut, like? Like that's that's why you didn't know the hickey, or was it like there was just someone and it happened to be bad timing? You know what I mean? Were you like on the rebound and you were just like, now I want her, or you know what I mean? Like was it so much like days of just like being a little bad boy? Yeah. Or was it like you happened to go on a date that went well and then you just forgot about it? Yeah, I I think it was so it was someone I was seeing. Like it wasn't just oh, like okay. some rando, and but it again it seemed totally separate like in my mind uh, oh so you were still seeing this person regularly yeah i was like yeah sem- semi seeing them and that's okay interesting and like yo you have to believe like <laughs> you have to believe maybe why that's what made I you miss being in a relationship though because you get closer to someone new and they don't like fit into what you think you what want do you mean by that? well because if you were starting to see someone more mm. regularly you like them but maybe you started comparing them as you to the new person that's, that's you might start point. missing because the, f- the idea of missing an ex when you're getting into something new is a very specific feeling because yeah because it's like you're not you're not this. over it yeah. yeah versus like oh thank god i'm getting into something new so i can finally move on yeah I, uh, you're giving me clarity i didn't consider <laughs> yeah maybe that is why i did it uh. but I, w- I was seeing her and it, but it was new it was like very new it was like hey did you tell her you were going to see your ex Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm going to do this show. I'm flying to Michigan for five minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's hard wow. to connect with that bad, bad boy answer from so long ago. But I we pick up, pick up parts of ourselves as we move on in life and we find the connections. Yeah, yeah, like like we just did. And I think, I think this is what kind of like gave me clarity afterwards. was like the first thing I did was that obviously I stopped calling her, right? Mm. And I started feeling bad about myself. I was like, why am I doing this? Why am I this type of person? Oh, like, okay. why do I, like, all I did was feel bad about myself. Like, after uh, you went home. Yeah, after okay. I went home. And I felt bad for a long time. And then I was like, I don't know that feeling bad is doing anything mm. for me or for her. And and then I started to think about, like, the whole, the whole nature of it. And I, I feel like it kind of sucks because now I'm in, like, a happy relationship. Mm. And she won't, like, like you know she blocked me on everything she won't see me she oh, won't call to me okay. yeah and i think it's because i think it's hard to see the love you gave someone yeah not give it back not give them back to you the way you want or uh-huh. turn around and give that love to someone else yeah it's tough because I, I feel like i've gone through my bitter phases too and then been like what but then in some ways i think if the person who dates someone quote unquote shitty after me f- um, gets the love. Sometimes I'm like, Oh, you know what? In some ways I did get through to them. Yes. And that is nice, but That's it. I have to, well, so it hurts for a while, but then now I'm also in a happy relationship and I don't think about my exes and I hope that they're happy and I don't care either way, not in a mean way, but in a, I think that letting go gave me the ability to take the love that I did. Maybe it was less love that they gave me, but whatever I did get, I can now keep that and give myself more and take it to the next thing. And it's like, and it's nice, but it took a long time to get there. And vice versa. And that's like the biggest thing that I learned is that like now when I give or receive love, I know like I can trace it back. Again, mm. I, I grew up without seeing relationships. I can trace it back 
to my relationship with her. Oh, that's so sweet. And oh, I wow, realized you're giving me like a closure on cer- like certain things from my life where I'm like, how could someone not see yes. this? And then how could they turn around and then give it? Yes. But I'm like, maybe that they needed that. And this is what I realized: the love you give is never wasted. It just transforms to Literally take a new form. Bad boy. It That's just so takes sweet. a new form. That's yeah, it. I love and it's that. not what you know, you might not get what you want, right? She wanted love right back from me. And maybe that's not how the universe but what she it. wanted, both of you probably weren't able to, both of you liked each other, but weren't able to connect. connect. Yeah, and also to fully express what it was. You were like, you're probably both kind of repeating old patterns from your her childhood or your childhood too. Because, I mean, not, not to like only shift it on her, but because I've been that person going after someone unavailable. It's like, that's not who you were. Like her wanting you to be the quote unquote good boyfriend. Yeah. Um, and there's someone out there who actually would have wanted you that yes. how you were then. But you also, in a way, were looking for someone to change you because th- maybe that's not who you want to end up either. That's right. So you were both meeting in this transitional phase where she was hoping her wanting to change you would change you and where you were hoping she would do it and make it f- oh, succeed. But that's not really how that works. Like you have to just go off and figure it out yourself, you know? But she created more love in the world. Oh, that's so sweet. Right? Well, I mean, if she ever hears this, like, you know, I think that's really sweet. Or if someone else who's been in this, that position hears it, I think that in some way you're giving that energy back to them. Like, yeah, it's not healthy to call up your exes every time we realize something about ourselves. But I think we, by, you know, what a proxy, hear someone in a similar situation and we can get mm. those answers. Absolutely. Wow. I'm okay. I do have a follow up question because when you went home, you're like, I felt bad. All this did immediately all the energy that you had put in, like, oh, I love her, change, change, like, or were you still like, because it did sound like something obviously snapped mm. and was different, and it helped you get to this point where you're like, oh, I need to figure out, you know, how to love myself and all this. Mm. But was it still like I love her and I don't have her, or was it immediately more into, oh, I fucked it up, like now I'm dealing with me being a fuck up versus. It was that I it was I immediately became reflective, like I was like I knew I had something to learn from it. I was like I was like enough, like enough w- messing with this poor girl. Like mm. what's wrong with you? Oh like wow. you're you're doing something wrong. Now look in, and I had to look in and be like, damn, yeah, that is so man. That's meditative as fuck. <laughs> I love that. Well, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Um, I have a quick game to play. Let's go. And the funny thing about it is. It's called Am I the Asshole? And I think it's very what? <laughs> appropriate this for this. I know. Um, not that you are the asshole, but like the way you tell it, it's like, okay, perhaps that's not the best situation to be in mm-hmm. if I was her. But also it didn't, s- you weren't like, let me go fuck with this girl. Yeah. So like, what could you do differently? Nothing except for learn everything you did from that moment, you know, instead of repeating the pattern. Some people might be like, oh, fuck that. I'm not wrong. Let me repeat it over and over to prove I'm not wrong. But you didn't do that. You have to be reflective, I think, to get to that point. Yeah. Okay. This game is called Am I the Asshole? It's not really a game. It's a, there's a Reddit subreddit called Am I the Asshole? And so this, this segment, uh, I'll read some and then um, you just, you tell, we just discuss if we, you think they would be the asshole. These are real um, anonymous questions. Okay. I have three. Here's the first one. Well, we'll see how many you get there. Am I the asshole for kicking my family out of my wedding after they refused to be in pictures? So I'm going to summarize this, but recently got married. Um, the wedding planning was nothing but hell from her overbearing mom, blah, blah, blah. Now, I know opinions vary, but it was very important 
for my, oh, so very important for my wife uh, to have matching colors in the photos. And a note, my family is not hurting for money. So the family was very upset. They felt like a prop. They didn't want to get matching colors. And they said it was dehumanizing. So I backed my wife and said if they didn't wear the color scheme, they would be asked to leave, but also offered to pay for their clothes. They didn't take me up on the offer. They did show up appropriately dressed. But when it was time for photos, they said no, they didn't want to be in the pictures because they didn't want to be documented as props. I told them they were being ridiculous and okay and then my sister jumped in and told me we weren't being treated like family they weren't being treated like family so they didn't want pictures none of these were even weird colors they would never wear <laughs> i was so furious my new wife was going to be so hurt so i told them they needed to just get out if they weren't going to be in the photos they seemed shocked but left my youngest sister called me a brainwashed brainwashed piece of shit <laughs> and my mom and older sister got their stuff and wouldn't look at me my stepdad told me mom isn't going to admit it but i hurt her feelings none of them have reached out since the wedding <laughs> that's pretty bad that's pretty bad i think uh, i think there's two points that are bad yes i'm gonna say yes they are the asshole because like just get over yeah. just get over it right i think the moment when so it's like hey i want this right and that's like and if you don't do it anytime you give an ultimatum i yeah. feel like you're kind of an asshole right because you're kind of telling people they're not a priority but this one is tricky because i feel like the subtext is ah. Like, you're trying to <laughs> make a scene, you're right, right? At that right. point. So uh, it's, it, They're probably clawing for agency. Because it sounds like that's what's important to them. Anytime you take people's right for autonomy away, hey, you have to dress like this, you have to look like this, you have to do that. Even if it's like, hey, you have to wear this $100,000 Gucci suit or whatever. <laughs> like, you kind of feel like a prop or you kind yeah. of feel less than. And maybe that, that was their way of clawing for agency or autonomy back. So... Am I the asshole for getting the last two portions of chicken at a restaurant? I like this one a lot because it's <laughs> this person literally made an account for this. They said this is a burner account. It's the username is Honey Soy Chicken. And <laughs> 24 female. Um, there's a ro- local restaurant that runs a special deal from 6 to 8. Basically, you choose from rice or noodles, then two sides from the selection. Is this Panda Express? I don't know. <laughs> but basically, okay, although the deal lasts until 8, they state they stop the kitchen for this particular deal by 7.30. So they stop cooking or refilling it if you get there later you have to choose from whatever sides are available as they run out last night i ate dinner there but i work late so by the time i arrived it was nearly 7 30 i stood in line went to pick my selections they barely had any honey soy chicken left i asked for two portions of the chicken which cleared it out i was about to sit down with my food when the girl that was behind me in the line came up and said it was selfish of me to get all the chicken knowing that they won't be refilling it she was with another girl and they both seemed kind of pissed at me so am I the asshole? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so either, but I think... If it was six it, portions I of chicken, right? I think you do have anxiety for asking this question. No, but it's interesting because I can tell they're intuitive and maybe empathetic. These girls yeah. who came up to her probably were very upset. Yeah. But how would they? she have known that they were wanted chicken? And yeah. why didn't they say anything in the moment? Like, there was and a lot going on. To me, it's just two. Two is like, uh. Two is fine. She paid for it. She waited in line. She seems really in tune with how this process works, <laughs> which is interesting. And also, no, I think they're the asshole. What do you get out of reprimanding someone for shaking? Like, are you making it. the world a better place? Like, if I came up to you and you're like, hey, fuck you for getting all that chicken. Yeah, true. You're right. I never even thought about it that way. Because I picked this one because it's interesting because I've never... 
would never have e- there's so many things i'm like i wouldn't have asked these questions but there are times when i think in my head oh man that person took it last yeah. and i'm like oh i let someone in front of me and then they pick the thing i want and i'm like oh. <laughs> but i never go fuck you because yeah. i'm like well that's the chance yeah and what does that do for the world right yeah i guess if these girls really really cared i think it's because these girls probably did want to say something early but they didn't want to be the asshole so they're like let me not ruin like but then it's worse you know what i mean if they wanted to say something in line like hey we were waiting is there any chance you'd be willing to take one less but they probably don't have that wherewithal you know and also i think imagine this imagine they were the last person Mm -hmm. do you think they would get the last chicken and be like we got the last chicken and then they would be like sorry you're right that's why i was asked if it was you what would you do and those two girls would have taken two chickens yeah there yeah. you go. All right. Not an asshole. Okay. The final one. <laughs> I just like this name or the title. Am I an asshole for not wiping my niece's butt? Okay. I will read the details. Okay. But I'm 18, male, frequently babysit for my older sister, 27, who has two children, uh, five years old. Okay. Last week I would babysat around 8 a.m. till 7 p.m. Everything was going smoothly. The kids were well behaved as usual, but around 5 p.m. my niece starts yelling that she wants to go to the bathroom. I asked her what's wrong. She, oh, she, she starts yelling at me from the bathroom. She asked me if I can wipe her butt. I asked her why she wants me to wipe her butt, and she says she sometimes mom wipes her butt. She wants me to do it. I said no, and she needs to wipe it herself this time. She started crying, and she says she wants mom. I told my niece she needs to wipe her own butt and that she's more than capable of doing it. Eventually, my niece came out of the bathroom, and we didn't discuss this again. Well, my sister came home. It turns out my niece decided that not wiping and leaving (laughs) dirt crumbs in her underwear was the better option. My sister got really pissed and asked why I thought it was okay to leave my niece sitting in her own poop. I told her that my niece is not a baby and more than capable of wiping her own butt. She's five, right? So... We live in the UK. Kids start school at age three. So yes, my niece is already in school. I usually only babysit for a couple of hours. So I can't say for certain if this is a one-time thing. Uh, like like this has never happened before. It's not like if they were yeah. put in a situation. But it's like hopefully it is. So, um, But my parents think my sister is right and that I was being silly by refusing to wipe my niece's butt. However, I think the whole situation is ridiculous and shouldn't be a big deal. Also, not being paid to babysit. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good note on the end. Mm-hmm. These are nuanced issues. I know because I think I, this is why I like Reddit because it's like s- sometimes we, you don't have therapy to go. <laughs> you go first this time. What do you think? I don't think they're an asshole, but I'm only saying that because as knowing that this person, if they're telling the truth, is an 18 year old guy who is still thinking about it and wants to be in the right or wants people, everyone to get along, but stuck to his like instincts of like, I don't feel comfortable doing that and I don't want to. And I want to find out if I'm wrong so I can f- change my behavior. Mm. I think that makes him someone capable of growth. That's good intention. And everyone in this story is an adult. So part of me thinks, like, even if he messed up and was, quote, unquote, the asshole. <laughs> get it? That, yeah. um, but in this case, I feel like it's on the adults to, like, explain that and say, like, here's why we were upset. And next time, let us know or give me a call if you don't feel comfortable so yeah. I can tell you what to do. Like, I just think expecting an 18 year old boy to know how to take care of a child when, when you're 27, like and a five it feels like, it feels like, I mean, I don't think she's being mean. She may just be a busy mom, you know, mm-hmm. to your siblings, you just forget, but like, I don't think he's an asshole. 
No, I don't think so either. And I think even like if the if the mom is upset, that's kind of petty. Yeah, that's kind of asshole. Fine. Like, I mean, sure, the idea of poop in her butt sucks, but like, I think the mom's more mad because she had to deal with it than the niece. Yeah. Whatever. whatever. And just imagine <laughs> being mad and recounting that. Like, why are you mad at your brother? He wouldn't <laughs> wipe my daughter's ass. Can you believe him? <laughs> it like, does feel strange. Like, don't hold on to that I anger. Know. Just be like, oh shit, she she don't. Oh shit, oh, she yeah. didn't. Comedy. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> the moral wipe? is okay, and then just like move on, right? Yeah. Everybody go to therapy and learn how to talk about your feelings, because I think I think the takeaway for me is like, you might not agree with your family, but hopefully you can talk to them before you go to Reddit. But if you got to go to Reddit, we will help you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for coming on the show, Sammy. Um, tell our listeners where to find you. Uh, you know, anything you want to plug? Ooh. Plug them now. Yeah. So. Uh, as mentioned, Bad Boy Anzer on everything. That's uh, Instagram, TikTok. Not Goodreads. Actually, yes, Goodreads, Bad Boy Anzer. I, I joked about it, but yeah. Um, just find me on social media, hit me a message. Yeah, and you can follow this podcast at Tell Me Anything Pod on Instagram and me at Teresa Leebot on Instagram and TikTok. Thank you. Thank you for listening to You Can Tell Me Anything. You Can Tell Me Anything is a comedic podcast created and produced by Teresa Lee on the Hoo Ha Ha Podcast Network. The Hoo Ha Ha team is Ashley McAtee, Audrey Povar, Maggie Week Austin, Cardi Assad, and Stephanie Binot. The theme song for this podcast was created by Cody Johnston. The outro music was written by Shipwreck Sailor. And the Hoo Ha Ha app can be found in the Apple Store to stream your favorite comedy series and laugh out loud podcasts by the funniest woman in comedy. To contact this podcast specifically, you can email tellmeanythingpod at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram at tellmeanythingpod. Thank you.